This podcast is brought to you by Amazon.com. If you want to help support the show and help us do more cool and fun stuff, uh, go to this week's episode or the homepage at todayinspace.net slash home and click on that button and do your last minute Christmas shopping or any shopping. And it helps bring back a little bit of that to us to help do all that fun stuff. Uh, if you want to make it easier, bookmark it and then you never have to remember it again. Um, also, this show is brought to you by Onnit.com. It's about total human optimization. It's about making you a better self. If, if you're anything like me, you use your brain as your, your muscle. So you need a healthy body to have that muscle work the best. Your healthy body is a healthy brain. So go out there, get fit, and be a better, smarter version of you. It's simple. So go there, click on the banner there, and, and do your shopping, whether it's supplements like Alpha Brain or uh, Shroom Tech Immune, or it's fitness equipment like kettlebells. They've got it all. So go check it out. I love the stuff, and be a better version of you. Let's get on with the show. December 18th, 2015, and this podcast is being brought to you by the flu and <laughs> cough medicine. So uh, welcome to the episode. Uh, I, I hope you guys weren't uh, too distressed by the fact that we're starting on a Friday. Um, I, do, I don't think it, it really matters, but it's we're here. It's heart-wrenching. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, no, if if my voice sounds bad today, you could only imagine what it sounded like yesterday. Uh, the flu stinks, mm. and clearly, uh, I, I figured out why I got it. It's because oh. I ran out of my Shroom Tech Immune, and I hadn't taken it for a week. That's there, why. There, that was my chance. That was my my ace in the hole to maybe get past this. And now I know why I didn't get it because I wasn't taking my supplements. Mm. So. The, the the plug aside, how how are you doing? <laughs> Welcome to the show, Sarah. Oh, fine, doing fine. Doing fine. Flu-less. Welcome back. Thank you. Flueless. That's good. That's good. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, don't get too close. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm in the uh, second stage where it's just kind of everything's just releasing. Mm. Uh, the chills and the aches are gone, so that's good. That's like that the worst good. part. Absolutely. Uh, that's when I turn to science. And drugs and say fix me or just get rid of it just yeah so thank you science (laughs) for the medicine Um, but yeah we're here Um, we're gonna do a few things here today Uh, I'm gonna bring you my thought of the week that's been kind of keeping me up at night and uh, I'm gonna throw Sarah into the gauntlet see what (laughs) she thinks about it and uh, I'm gonna talk about that got some space news for you for this week and then uh, gonna end on a, on a, hopefully positive note. My cat is running around, <laughs> uh, and just talk about what I think everyone is dealing with 
in this holiday season. Oh, for sure. So, well, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that at the end. But <laughs> to start the episode, let's talk about uh, the thought that's been keeping me up this week. So, uh, you know, I was thinking about, you know, people living in space, you know, we're getting there. Right eventually and we got to start thinking of stuff before we get there right and one of the things i was thinking of is all right if we start living in space continuously eventually we're going to need children up there because it's not going to be just an adult situation although i guess it could be but eventually if we're gonna live in right. space we're going to need we need to have our kids up there yeah so i was thinking well if it ever does get that safe that we can actually bring kids up there, what are we gonna do with the kids up there? Because they're space gonna have school. to, they're gonna have to have a space school. Yeah. They're gonna have to have all the things they have down here that help them develop into people. Well, develop into adults. Right. You know, and and it can't be this like sheet metal like gray cold place that these kids are going to be just a different species yeah they'll be totally different human beings mm-hmm. and and so it's like what are we going to need for that to happen that's a, an entire infrastructure and that's assuming again that it's safe enough that we've gotten to the point where we've proofed it out with the adults uh and and maybe even you know i think when we were talking about this before you said you know well are they you know, born uh, there. Born or, there. Or do, or do we? Um, I think either yeah. way. Yeah, I think either way, whether they're born there or not, right. or whether they're birthed on Earth and then raised in space. Um, yeah, I, it, it's been. I've been really trying to think that through this week. Yeah. What are your thoughts? What are my thoughts? Oof. That's <laughs> I know bad. it's uh, a pretty heavy thought. Yeah. No. I mean. It would be interesting to see what a school was like. You know, what would they learn? What mm. what would they study? Are they going to study Earth history? Like, how does that... Are they going to be up to date with, you know, current events on Earth? Or is it about their culture? Martian culture? Yeah. And... Space station culture. Yeah. I mean, my first thought when you were saying that was it might even have to be an accelerated program. They might have to learn everything that the kids on Earth are learning and more. Yeah. So What languages do you think they learn? They would have to learn a bunch. Yeah. I would think so. I mean, I, I would guess English and Spanish right away just because those are the most, well, from, what, from what I well, can understand, I mean, are the most spoken. You well, know? yeah, but what countries are most involved no, in the you know, space right. world. No, you know, right. That's where it would... Yeah. No, yeah. It would have to be the international partnerships. Whoever's involved in space travel, would, they would be the ones that you'd learn. So we're talking Russian, English, Chinese, French. Uh, there's a lot. I mean, that's just a, off the top of my head. I'm sure there's more. Um, there's definitely more. But, yeah. It's crazy. Well... Just those alone. To be an asshole... I mean, Please? most of them speak English, so. Oh, we're, we're assuming they, they all speak English? Most? I said most. I oh, know. no, no. I'm just, just just understanding. Remember, I'm all drugged up on, uh, like, <laughs> Dayquil and all this, so I'm just catching on here. <laughs> no, I mean, most Chinese children learn English. 
Oh no, yeah, most, uh, yeah, it's true. I mean, I remember going over to Greece when I was a kid, and my cousins over there were super excited mm-hmm. that their American cousins were there because they could practice their English. Right. Because they were all taking English classes. Right. Of course, that was great for us. Because like, oh, this is great. We don't have to, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, we, well, this is this is easy for us, you know. But instead of learning the language like we should have, we right, were just right. like, ah. That's, that's cool. It's fine. We'll just talk English. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would imagine that it would have to do a lot with learning about English culture, English history. Um, English, wow, that's really terrible that I just said that. I'm an asshole. Whatever. It's, so it's t- all good. I'm, I'm in finals week. You, yeah, Forgive yeah. Me. You're in finals week. Oh, we had to make you coffee to, to keep you here for this podcast. So it's, me. it's okay. Dear God. No, I you don't have to Earth. apologize. Well, yes, I do. But I meant okay. earth, <laughs> earth culture, earth, earth history, um, and then obviously a shit ton of science. I mean, mm-hmm. well, definitely. Right. And and I mean, just uh, you know, one of the things I was thinking of is to kind of go back to it is, you know, some of the like they're gonna need room to play. Like, right. you're going to have to simulate all the stuff we have on Earth. Like, you're going to have to do, like, I don't know how it was for everybody else, but I'm just thinking from my past, like, you're going to need a classroom, and you're going to need some place for the kids to go play. Oh, my gosh. I just had the best mental image of a space ball pit. Oh. <laughs> well, would it <laughs> be a space? Be... Well, what would that look like? Well, let me. Like a yeah. floating, like, you know. Just a floating, like. <laughs> haze of balls yeah <laughs> like you know you go to as a kid the ball pit which is mm-hmm. just disturbing in general would it be like the, the ball knows what's in there ball sphere yeah <laughs> <be a> ballception <laughs> oh so awesome that'd be a totally different experience yeah it would be awesome though floating around a sea like air actuated uh slides because you wouldn't be sliding it would be like that uh gum commercial <laughs> what what gum is that Oh, oh yeah, where like it's always like some like it's either frost or like fire. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. All those like yeah. weird silver, silver yeah. balls. It's all about the, the the sensation. Oh yes, yes, that's it. Yeah, it would be pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Space ball pit. I like that. But like space sports, you know. Yeah. I talk a lot well, about <clears throat> yes. how um, sports are so formative in kids' lives, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, well, it teaches it teaches you so much about future things that you're going to deal with yeah definitely you know? teamwork and winning losing winning losing Lo- probably losing leading. more than anything else leading. Yeah. leading you know yeah following working in a team yes yeah yeah so all that. these things and that that was what was really keeping me up is like all these things that kids learn on earth we need to replicate that in space so not we? only I, I well I'm sure we could refine it from what we do here I don't know I mean yeah but they but think about think about the skills and the life like that they're gonna have it's different than us you know the skills that they need it's like interesting you know continue to be evolutionarily fit to survive on Mars mm. what are they going to need on Mars that we don't need on Earth like what are the things mm-hmm. that you know like I don't think they'd necessarily need the same skill sets we do. 
you know, they're, they're yeah. trying to survive. Uh, yeah, and I guess that kind of, uh, my, my brain just kind of went in two different directions on that one. Hmm. Number one, my first thought is, then we're definitely creating a different race of human oh, beings. Oh, definitely. Well, I mean, so... And, sorry, and number two... Well, no, let's go off on that. Let's go okay. off on that. Write it down. Don't forget. Uh, that's okay. We'll just run on this. So, so just on that, we're almost assuming that almost the culture, if not the the way you're brought up, really is a huge part of the person you become, right? Nature versus nurture. Yeah. You've gotten into my realm. And, that, and that's why I wanted to have you on for this topic, because uh, you're definitely uh, more versed in that than I am. Mm. And like we talked about the other day, my uh, definition of uh, uh, evolution wasn't the greatest. So I'll, I'll be having <laughs> someone on. Yeah, she gave me shit for I that last week. I was giving crap about evolution. <laughs> my explanation wasn't that good. So I'm, I'm going to be having a, uh, uh, I would guess, a biologist on mm. at some point to yeah. actually tell me what evolution is. Right. I get the gist of it, but right. it's not super important at the moment. So I've only no. touched it really so anyways so yeah so that's kind of the idea is that if we do take that what you were saying that concept where it's we're teaching them the skills they need to survive which is I think the right way to do it then we really are creating a different species of people I mean if you're trying to create uh, if you're trying to create people, yeah. a, a an earth colony and mm -hmm. you want it to be just like Earth, then I think it is important to teach about Earth things, right. know, for lack of a better word. Um, but if you're trying to create a, you know, Martian population that is self-sufficient and, you know, and moves along evolutionarily, then I think that it's more important to teach them the things they need to know about Mars and mm. about space and about space travel and and about surviving on Mars surviving on Mars yeah you know making food and you know 3D printing and yeah you know th those are the things that I imagine could be useful or medicine and mm -hmm. you know those are the things I imagine um but to get back to the <laughs> my favorite topic I, I think that as soon as you take a species and you move them to a new environment especially an environment so different um, as Mars I mean mm -hmm. you're going to get a different response behaviorally mm. uh, doesn't matter what they learn in school doesn't matter who they are you're going to get a different behavioral response. So just just the fact that basically you're changing them into an environment where basically they live indoors constantly, and the only way that they can go outside is with a suit or in a rover or something like that. If we try to nurture them and, and grow them as earthlings is kind of an uphill battle. And I think that it's not necessarily fair to them. I yeah. think that all you're doing is creating a group of people that would function on Earth, but are aliens in their own world, hmm. in their own planet. They don't belong. Hmm. 
and I think the idea of um, living indoors forever is also interesting because evolutionarily speaking I don't think they would have to it's possible that through evolution through generations and generations they could in fact start to develop into an organism that can live on the surface yeah well and I'm in I'm sure there's going to be there definitely I think there is efforts but to finish my thought efforts to terraform and make the air on Mars more livable that's cool yeah the only I mean there's I think there's more good than bad there are some ethical dilemmas. I just oh, no, there definitely are. <laughs> there definitely are. Yeah. But I think, like, let's say we find, like, because we're not, if we finally, in my mind, we're already going to Mars. We're already going to live on Mars. So mm-hmm. in my mind, there's more good than bad from what we know now. But that's if you want. But, yeah, if, if we're not in that mindset, then it's like, well, what, you know, holy shit, like, you're, you're just introducing a life form to a planet that clearly has you know has lost its its survivability and is rusted out essentially you know and it's like well what is that going to do you know there's there's tons of things it could do you know the you, we're introducing an earth uh life form to earth substances to a totally different environment mm-hmm. you know so that could we could have a Jurassic park effect you know yeah, things really go crazy. I mean, children actually are, are adapt easier than adults. I actually mm. think a child would have an easier time adapting to a new environment like that hmm. than an adult would because, you know, it would be all that they know. Mm. It wouldn't be hard or, or weird or, you know, they wouldn't know anything different. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. They'll develop their own space sports. Mm. <laughs> yeah, all, like every sport would would basically have a a completely three dimensional aspect that it didn't have before. You know, you're adding an entire yeah. dimension where really most sports are all two dimensional, really, in the way they're played, okay. especially in how you teach them. You know, it's always on a clipboard right, right, or, right. or whiteboard. You know, um, you add that extra dimension to the gameplay, and it just explodes. Especially the variation too. Oh yeah. That's- yeah, and how you're going to have to play it in, in low G. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. cool. Yeah, it's craziness. But Basketball is yeah. going to be really hard. Because <laughs> yeah. it are, yeah, basketball is going to be really hard. Football will probably be really hard. Mm-hmm. Although you could definitely you do could, football. Yeah. You could definitely do football. Um, yeah, it would be crazy. <laughs> That's pretty funny to think yeah. about. No, I mean, I think... Um, <laughs> Interstellar is a good example to me about how whatever that nasty scientist's name was. What is his name? The one who's really good and then he turns out bad. Oh, the one who lied? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I know. What's his name? What's, I, what's, what's his um, real name? What's his oh, human um, name? <laughs> I was just thinking about him the other day because of uh, the Dark Knight. Oh, um, I, I don't remember. The British guy. No, 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 no. No? The guy on the planet. Oh, Matt Damon? Yes! Yeah. Thank you. I was yeah. like, please, I know who this is. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, Matt Damon yes. is a brilliant 
human, great leader, mm-hmm. super brave, super smart. Mm-hmm. He goes to an alien world mm-hmm. and loses his shit. Yeah. Loses his shit. Mm-hmm. He screwed yeah, up the whole, yeah. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Now, the interesting thing is, I think he knew before he left that that was going to be the case. I don't think so. I, I, I've watched the movie a few times now, and I get the feeling he either, in his psychotic like runaround mentality figured out that he knew all the time but I think it's more likely that he knew before he left what the mission was going to entail because he was the first one I think he knew he wasn't going to solve the equation no no and then after realizing oh I'm really never going to get home that's when he like really started getting fearful and and that's when he mentally changed as a person I just think it was a change in the environment. I really do. Could, yeah, totally. It's isolating. It's um, just downright foreign. I mm-hmm. mean, you think about as a as a kid, how scary it is to go to a new school, to move, to go to a to, new school. To move to a new house, yeah, mm-hmm. all that stuff. New friends, new whatever. And mm-hmm. you're still on the same planet. You're still in the same country, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you still see, speak, probably speak the same language. Yeah. Um, you know, you can probably still play the same sports, the same whatever that you're used to playing. And then you think about moving to a new planet. And there's no people. There's no people, or yeah. there's very few people. Right. Um, oh, right, because we're connecting it back, right? We are. Yeah. We're, yes, that's what Sorry, we're trying again. to do. Sorry, uh, again. Go for it. Very few people, and you can't do the activities you used to do. You can't, like... Think about how that would affect you. Oh, yeah. You know, and then you think you would adapt. Mm -hmm. You would come up with new games. You would come up with new, you know, and and down the line, generation to generation, I think you just change as a species. Mm -hmm. You really do. And the Earth stuff doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. It'll be uh, um, Earth whatever will be uh, like a an add-on class to Mars College. Yeah, right. They'll just be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to take, like, a gym class. Intro take an Earth class. Yeah, Intro yeah. Earth, yeah. <laughs> intro I mean, Earth culture. Yeah, like, um, <laughs> international business, Earth yeah, business. Yeah, Earth business, yeah. <laughs> so Man, Those cool. guys were crazy on Earth. Yeah, right? Oh, boy. <laughs> well, thank you for jumping in on that thought. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it kept me up a few nights. No, it's, I think uh, it is really interesting. I do think it would be really hard to be a first-generation Martian, you know? Yeah, definitely. First, second, third. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be tough. It's And it's and going back to the interstellar Matt Damon effect, it's like, even if you seem like you're the right person, you have to be the right person. And you have to, you have to be prepared for that mission, too, because I... I think a big part of that, too, is it's almost a lesson in, you know, why NASA approaches or why space programs approach missions the way they do is because they're they're approaching the mission for something that they can prepare for. You can't really prepare for a mission of the magnitude that they were doing. You can't just jump into we're going to save the whole human race and you've got to go find this planet and see if it's good. Jump into a wormhole. Yeah, it's just like, it's craziness. It's like, it's, 
it's going to take the the perfect person to do that. And it's right. not that they're perfect. It's just they're perfect for that situation. And even though he was the best of us, that doesn't mean he should have been the one that did that. You know, it's, it's yeah, but just... I don't think that's something you can predict, honestly. No, no, no. And that's, and that's what I'm trying to say is you can't predict that. So that's why you need to go incrementally and, and do these, these missions on the way to that mission so that way you can learn and see what's needed. And I think that's why they approach these missions the way that they do is so that each step we can gain as much information as we can right. so that the next one has the better chance of success. Yeah, the more data yeah. we have, the better we're exactly. able to choose a person or make a plan. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know, the way they pick astronauts today is, has changed since, you know, the original men who went up there. I mean, that that, that was about, you know, being pilots, being right. that type of person um, to now it's really it's can you work in the team dynamic of, of living in space? And also like a problem solver, solver, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. You know, definitely. Definitely. And, you know, it change. It's always going to change. And and the requirements, the people that are going to live on Mars, it's going to be a, a, a colony aspect. It's, you know, it's definitely going to be that you're going to have to w- play well with others, yeah. but on a totally different aspect. Right. You know, you're going to have to be able to live well with others. So I can't even sure. imagine what that training is going to be like. It's like college roommate syndrome. Oh, yeah. Oof. Yeah, think about, yeah, all the all the roommates you've ever had that you're like, oh, this is going to be great. Like, oh, we're going to live together. My and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, this is the worst. I hate you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, Everything you do annoys me. <laughs> and there's no moving out. There's no new apartment. No. Nope. Nope. Oh, God. Yeah, it's not going to be easy. No. 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 <laughs> Space murder. <laughs> oh, my God. Absurd. Accessory to space murder. <laughs> it's amazing. So, That's why we need space lawyers. Yeah, for sure. Oh, God. Space lawyers. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to uh, some space news here. Uh, so uh, last week, Elon Musk went to Twitter and uh, informed the world that uh, they are aiming for Falcon rocket st- static fire at Cape Canaveral on the 16th and about a launch three days later. Mm. So uh, the static launch, I believe, happened. I haven't actually checked it out. Um, but the launch should be the 19th, which should be tomorrow. So go check that out. And I don't know if they're landing on a barge or anything like that. Sorry, I've been too busy to go <laughs> to keep up with that. But I wanted to keep you guys updated. Um Let's see what's next. Next, uh, earlier this week, um, the Principia mission launched uh, aboard the Soyuz TMA-19M. Uh, and on board were um, Russian cosmonaut... Uh, hold on. I'm reading here. <laughs> uh Okay, why is this so difficult to read? Why do you write these this way? Okay, uh, so Russian cosmonaut Yuri Malenchenko, mm. uh, Tim Copra of NASA, and Tim Peake of the ESA, who is the first British citizen to be an ESA astronaut. Oh, cool. Yeah, very cool. He's, he's doing a six-month mission, um, which is 
a very it's a very long mission. Um, and he's been he's been very good on social media. He seems like a very um, I was going to use a word I don't actually know the definition of, but <laughs> he's a very uh, likable person. Hmm. Um, he seems very just excited His to do this job. But yeah, it's a personality, and uh, it's going to be. It's gonna be really cool watching them. I mean, these these astronauts, all of them, you know, from Sam Cristoforetti to um, Scott Kelly, all these these astronauts I've been following since I've really been paying attention. They they really are some. They are incredible people. I mean, they yeah. at the very least they're prepared. They're some of the most prepared people you'll ever meet, and I think just in that aspect, they're they're incredible. Yeah, you know, it's just that determination and that. That dedication. I mean, they. Yeah, that's something we could all learn from. Uh, yeah, definitely. I was yeah. going to say more, but totally blanked out. There. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Tim has been training uh, for six years uh, since yeah. he's been selected, two thousand nine. So yeah, so think about all the times you've ever thought about like doing something, or like. Going to school, most people can't even. Yeah, grad stomach. school feels like it's taking forever. <laughs> what two years? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> six years, and that's that's not even counting, like all the training he was doing before that. Right. You know, and then like whatever he was doing. Becoming a physician or something. Yeah. Space physician. Yeah. Another important job. Yeah. But yeah, he's. Uh, he's so smiley. Yes, very smiley. He's still a very likable person. Way to go, Brits. Yeah, so that's that's really cool. So they they launched, and the Soyuz docked, 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 docked <laughs> with uh, the ISS, and uh, it was six hours later. So it's it's pretty fast. I mean, the Russians can get up to the space station very quickly. They're very good at it. Huh. Yeah. I mean, and the Soyuz helps them do that. Uh, if they weren't launching from a Soyuz, I don't think they'd be able to get there that fast either. Their system's completely automated. Ooh. Like, yeah, it's... Badass. The Soyuz is... It's, On it's a Rolls Royce. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then, it's just so perfect that you're here because we've got more Pluto pictures that I don't think you've seen. No way, no. So we get to have... It's finals week. I know. I know. <laughs> so we get to have another first impression of Pluto <laughs> oh, pictures. Oh, yeah. All right. So these are the high-resolution, oh, real-color images of Pluto. It's specifically of one of the parts that we've been looking at since we've shown you these pictures. I'm so so um, prepare to be blown away because they really are crazy. What? Oh, that's, that's, the, that's the ice, right? Yeah, it's the mountain ridges on the edge and then the ice. Oh, look at those. That's for sure water. Like, look it's at liquid, the way that's... Yeah. Okay, it's nitrogen. You're right, you're, you're right. Yeah. No, but uh, that's. Yeah. <clears throat> wow, it looks like what you would see in our mountains mm -hmm. with rivers. That's so cool. Wow. Is it really that color? Let's see here. Oh, it's an enhanced color. Okay, okay. Yeah. Just so I was wrong show. about the real color. To show. Yeah, and every pixel is about. 250 feet. Ooh. Yeah. 
this is the uh, let's see here uh, from the Badlands northwest of the informally named Sputnik Planum. Mm. I want to be the person naming these. Areas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoever was on this mission had a had a great time. So yeah, yeah this right. is this is one of the edges of uh, the the heart feature. Ooh. Yeah. Cool. Um, you you're gonna add this right to the to the links because you gotta check this out. This oh yeah, really definitely. Cool. It'll be on there. Because I personally would not know where to look necessarily to find mm-hmm. these, but you really you really need to. No, it's I you know when when I was when I started adding these links, it was like. You know why? Why you know I'm doing this this research all the time. Like just make it easy for people right. and yeah. put it in there. You know for sure. You know I think that's one of the big things, the big challenges with a lot of this stuff, a lot of science. I mean, you have to make it easy for people to access, mm-hmm. especially if you you really want them to look at it. Because if if I gotta go, like especially when someone, especially nowadays, says, "Oh, did you hear what this person said?" And then they don't even have it like available. It's like I'm not gonna just take your word on it, and I'm not gonna care after we stop this conversation. <laughs> like, don't even care know? right now. Uh, yeah, well, why are we even talking about this? So, if you have it readily available, mm-hmm. people actually will look at it. So, so yes, it will be available. Perfect. In the episode link. This looks like a new background. I'm feeling a new background coming up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, this is crazy. And and there's just gonna be more. And more coming out. I mean, it's. Right, it I'm really a hard time waiting for the next one. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, they'll just keep coming out. I mean, it's just incredible. Um, and then there was also uh, this is a, oh, it's a wow. uh, another link called a day on Pluto and a day on Sharon. Oh, okay, that's Sharon. Yeah. No, this is Pluto. Wow! Look at that cratery side. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of the moon a little bit. It's like a bumpy butt. <laughs> you know now that you say that yep. it's like a bumpy butt yep. <laughs> I really want to quote you on that oh Pluto. you can Pluto looks like a bumpy butt <laughs> Pluto's got a bumpy butt <laughs> I got your the, next, the uh, nice heart your next the next album yeah, next yeah album. That's, that's the next <laughs> <laughs> I like it already <laughs> and then there's Ooh. Karen, yeah. Now that looks a ton like the moon. Mm. Mm. That ridge is pretty. Yeah, it's really impressive right there. Yeah, yeah, definitely go check these out, guys. It's it's really cool. I mean, this mission is is more impressive than I think anything else we've ever done, except for maybe the first yeah. missions we've yeah, ever yeah, done. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we've ever gotten this kind of detail as quickly as high resolution as this I mean we, this is a planet we would never in our wildest dreams ever think Stop of reaching <laughs> it's uh it is a type of planet classified as okay. a dwarf planet no hey I'm, I'm glad you did that I'm just <laughs> shocked that I actually got called on that <laughs> uh, one of my kids called me on that so damn it's yeah. true I mean technically yeah, we've gone over this before. It, it is not a planet, and people can get bummed out. Super emotional. Wrote a song with my friend John about it. I know. It's super emotional. I was yep. one of those people. I can't lie about it. Mm-hmm. Super upset about the fact. And that's okay. Pluto was dethroned. But 
I like I like the idea that it's got a new title. I feel mm-hmm. pretty good about the fact that and it's, it's at the, the top of the list, King of the Kuiper Belt. I, I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Makes mm-hmm. it feel a little special instead of uh, the sad one nobody picked on the dodgeball team. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's in a better the king place of the nerds. now. I yeah. Like it. Is that a? It's in a better place now. It is. As a person who's also the king of the nerds, I mm-hmm. I appreciate it. I mean, I can understand, well, like, king, back in the day when really all anyone ever really cared about for space were the planets. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, well, Pluto needs to be in there because I'll never see it again. It's like, no, we can see all of the, uni- like, all of our solar system now for the most part. And there's so much more crap out there. Mm-hmm. And we can actually look at it. Yeah. In, right? like, real color. Not, so cool. not like a, an encyclopedia book where they've got them all squished next to each right? other, you know? <laughs> All right, so to finish off the podcast, <laughs> if you are reading the title of this episode, you already know what we're going to be talking about. Uh, it's something that everyone has to deal with during the holiday season. Really, it's the Christmas season it's the holiday because we're talking about season. America. And really, I mean, it's 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 the Christmas stress, I mm. think, that brings out the worst in people. Absolute worst. It really does. It's, and it's ironic, obviously, because yeah. it's supposed to be about being happy, you know, sharing with other people, caring for other generosity. people, generosity, mm-hmm. and because it's so love, new beginnings. Yeah, because it's so much about getting people things. Mm. So stressful. It, yeah, it becomes. I mean, people are strapped on money. Right. Some people's families don't get along and you have to be with your family. So people are stressed about that. It's inevitable that, I mean, this is a humanity thing we're talking about. You're going to be dealing with shitty people. Mm -hmm. And if you're a good person out there or just a decent person (laughs) and you're just trying, you're just trying to get around (laughs) and, and, and get through the season yourself. Mm. How do you deal with these shitty people? And I mean, one of the things I like to do is kind of put myself in that person's place. or kind of think, all right, well, why are they, why are you being shitty? I think most of the time it's because they have shitty lives. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's the fact that they feel better about you feeling shitty because it's a commiseration Mm. kind of thing. We're in it together. Exactly. You and me, bud, we'll be shitty together. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think you know I'm not gonna be like, oh, you know, I feel pity for you because that's not what it's about. It's just about, it's like just understanding. It's like, all right, like, whatever, man. You want to be a, a crappy person? That's fine. You're not gonna bring me down. You're not gonna bum me out, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be happy if I want to be. It's so funny. It's like the season is always just like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde for me because I go around and I'm like all excited mm-hmm. I'm rocking my ugly sweater I'm singing my Christmas tunes mm-hmm. all the time I'm listening to the radio about all the wonderful generous things people have done and I get all excited and then somebody cuts me off and I lose my shit <laughs> I straight up lose my shit like a well, true asshole yes I was I gonna say I lose it's... my shit like come on that's like, definitely a part of living like, in this area like Jingle all the way. Ah! Like, it's just, 
That's more common than you than you're probably aware of. <laughs> it's terrible. We go from being a, a legitimately kind human to a monster mm-hmm. in like 0.4 seconds. Yeah. 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 But so I guess back back to you. So how do you deal with shitty people? Um, I try to remember the um. I try to remember all those lovely things about the holiday season. Mm-hmm. And I try to kill them with kindness. You know, mm-hmm. try not to feed into it, but it's hard. Oh, it definitely is. And it I, is hard, and that's part of what I want to talk about because everyone's going to talk about you know, oh, being you have to be nice and this and that, and oh, just ignore them. And it's like, well, you're not going to ignore them. No, it's impossible. It's impossible to ignore. Unless them. you put them on planned ignore, like I do, my behavior. Yeah. Behavior of the world, but put them on what? Planned ignore, like. Planned ignore. Explain, because I, I. Oh, um. Like, if somebody's doing something really inappropriate for, mm-hmm. like, attention purposes, you can just straight up ignore them. Like remove, it's an actual technique. Yeah. It's called the plain ignore. You move, like, no eye contact, no verbal, no physical. You straight up, like, walk away. The plain ignore. Oh, I like that. It's very effective hmm. for attention-driven behavior. Well, and that's, I think, a lot of what it is is they they want to get people to get riled up i mean oh, i know yeah. i could think of at least two people i'm thinking of that i've dealt with in the last week or so that yeah it was all about the attention or it was about getting me to express my shitty attitude towards them because then they're like okay yeah you know you should yeah. too. Yes. <laughs> Come over to the dark side. <laughs> oh, you know? Star Wars reference. Yeah, I, yeah. Star Wars reference. Well, whatever. I had you. to do one. Good for you. I like yeah, it. Yeah, well. I appreciate it. Eh. <laughs> you know, I, I, I love Star Wars. The new game that came out is amazing. <laughs> but people going way, it's like... It's pretty exciting. Oh, I just... I hate how much of a thing it's become... It's like what everyone's doing right now, and I just it's because awesome. I am who I am. I'm avoiding it. What? A because <laughs> no, it's because it's what everyone's doing. I have to make a stand. Are you a hipster? No, I'm not. But people call me a hipster sometimes. <laughs> but for this, I'm gonna be a contrarian and say I'm not watching it until at least a week and a half in. Because that makes you cooler. No, it's not about being cool. It's <laughs> for my own sake. See, that's why I'm not a hipster. I'm not doing it to be cool. I'm doing it because I don't... I will remove myself from it. Why? Because you might... For my it. own... For my own... I mean, I haven't seen it either, but... Uh, it's for my own purposes. If it's I had a selfish the time, reason, I would definitely okay? <laughs> go see it. Hipsters are not selfish. <laughs> yes, they are. Are they? Yeah. Well, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, oh, shitty God. people exist. Shitty people, you know, I try to keep pushing through, but it is hard. It really is. I mean, this definitely gotten me down recently. It definitely has. Because it just, it just makes you feel like all the good that you're doing in the world is useless, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, well. And, and I think the, the healthy thing to do is to express it in whatever way is good for you. Yeah. Like, for me, it's venting. So I, I need to either, uh, on my car ride home while I'm in traffic... Mm-hmm. Uh, yell about it um, and get it out in that in that way or talk to somebody else about it who's also dealing with it right um, I, I don't know how, how you would deal with it <sighs> would 
and chillin' are two different things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, no, I just try to, um, I try to focus on the positives, you know? The um, good things about the holiday season. Because, although it is stressful, you know, it's also a time to be thankful, you know? A time to appreciate all the good that you have in your life. And, yeah, there's bad in there that distracts you from the good but you know finding the good is is what gets you through the day i think mm-hmm. you know not not letting the bad overwhelm the good you know experiencing both and understanding both influence well, on your it, life and, it, your and day, it, yeah i agree i think that's a, that's a huge part of it it's almost like it's almost like people forget that like you need one to have the other yeah. And you almost get too, like, I don't know, okay with the fact that people are supposed to be good. So I, I'm not I'm not saying we need shitty people, but... <laughs> we need shitty people. Yeah, to make I guess we do. <laughs> I guess so. But no, and I also think that for me, it's also important to remind myself that people aren't black and white. That it's not like mm-hmm. you're good or you're bad. It's, you know, you're having... Somebody was shitty to you, you know, and right. then you perpetuated the shittiness. And my job is usually try to make myself break the cycle. You know, I try. This ends here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not going to be shitty yeah. to someone else and make them shitty. And mm-hmm. no, like you got to turn around, be nice to somebody, and hopefully they spread that in return, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I definitely try, that's what I try and do, um, especially during this time of year. Mm. I do it regularly, but, you know, strike up a comp just quick you know hi how are you because so how many people especially in this area especially in this area massachusetts how many times you walk by somebody and you look at them and then you look away and that's how you that's how you communicate with people that's not how i communicate with no people. no, no. Me I, i'm just saying you're not from this area no but in this area like if you talk to someone you're either a fucking weirdo or you want something like that's how people look at you I when you're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> all the you time. You definitely come off, come across, come across as a weirdo. But well. <laughs> uh, that's okay. No, it's really, it's really funny because in this area, like you can't even like, like if you talk to someone, they're either gonna be like so excited or like so thrown off that they're like, oh, or, or, like, <laughs> like they don't even know, they don't even know how to like say hi back. Because their brain is working so much faster than their mouths, but like sometimes it's just like you 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 see a person and then like they're just in the same mindset and you're like, hey, how are you? And you just have a good conversation and, and you're like, hey, season. have a great yeah, have a great day, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you want to say, just Kwanzaa. greetings, Kwanzaa. good 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 greetings to you. Yeah. Fellow human. You know, that's, right? it's just like, hey man, out, right? we're, we're all going through struggle. The love. We're all going through struggle. Have a great day. For real. You know, and that's at the end of the day, that's, that's what I'm trying to do. And that's, that's how you break the cycle. Exactly. Cycle. Of exactly. Cause that, that can cycle. mean, that can mean everything to somebody. It really could. It means you know, day. you never know what somebody's going to I mean, it, Christmas for, for me, what I, what I always understood Christmas as was, it was a time of helping people in need and giving them the spirit of Christmas where mm-hmm. it's almost now it's like everyone's being force fed Christmas for so long that you don't even know what the fuck it is. Right. You know, 
like it's presence is in and yeah it's it's yeah. like it's like go go spread some cheer <laughs> you know yeah. get out there be a good person right Spread the love. Spread science. Yes. Spread science. Oh, <laughs> oh someone's been listening. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, God, that was really corny. Um, anyways, <laughs> anyways, uh, let's end on that really corny note. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, that's about it. Um, we will have an episode for next week. Um, sometime, Thursday, Friday. I mean, it's Christmas next week, so I'm not going to be around. I'm hopefully recording something uh, before that, but we'll have something out. Um, and that's about it. Have a great week, everyone. Uh, don't forget that if you have some last-minute holiday shopping mm. and uh, you want to help support the show, go to the homepage or this episode's link and click on the button that says Amazon.com, and you'll just do your shopping. You don't have to. It doesn't cost you anything, and it just helps bring back a little bit of it to us so that we can do more with this show it's super uh, easy super super easy bookmark it and then you never even have to forget about it uh, remember <laughs> it don't forget about it yeah uh. stop that reverse it okay <laughs> so um also uh if you're looking to optimize yourself as a human being make sure to go check out on it they have tons of stuff from workout equipment to supplements i'm a big big supporter of as i've said before um shroom tech immune which of course i need to buy more because clearly this cold thing flu thing is not working well for me Mm -mm. um alpha brain is amazing i swear by it it's it's brain nutrients so that you can get just that extra edge that you need during the day uh the science they've done on it is all available online go check it out and uh their equipment's great i love their kettlebells uh the primate line and the zombie bells are amazing. I love looking at something terrifying while I'm working out. <laughs> it's that way I get in the zone for as, as a, the intensity that I need. It's awesome. And I just love throwing metal around. I think it's awesome. Um, and that's it. That's it, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, Sarah, for coming on. Thanks for having me. Of course. And, happy holidays. Uh, yes, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. All of that to you. And have a great week. And we'll see you back next week for another episode of Today in Space.